Hello friends, welcome back to the If You Insist podcast. My name is Tara Rads, I'm the host of this podcast, and um, last week, or two weeks ago, I told you guys that I wasn't really into doing, like, having guests on the podcast, I just wanted to keep it like a solo project. Uh, so turns out I lied about that. I am here with a lot of people today. Say hi, a lot of people. Hi! Oh, my God. <laughs> oh God. That's like a cold. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yes, Sarah. <laughs> I'm currently at Boston University doing a film program for four weeks, and um, all these other women who are with me today, well, women's pushing it. <laughs> Whoa. I don't think I Excuse me. She's a woman in STEM. I am a woman in STEM. What happened to fifth grade? I won awards for building the Eiffel Tower out of sticks and hot glue. So I am a woman in STEM, okay? We have a lot. How many people? One, two, three, four, five, That's six, seven. Okay, so we have seven people who are in this camp with me. We're all here today to talk about the wondrous world of being a female filmmaker. The wondrous. Great. The Wonders. <laughs> Have you ever heard of like, The Wobbiest World of Dr. Seuss, that show? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've heard of it, but like... Okay, what? so that's for another day. We have a talking stick here, um, so everybody will be able to talk, and hopefully, you know, the microphone will pick up on it. I apologize if the mi- if the audio is especially bad today. We are currently in a dorm room with sweaty... With eight people. Yeah, eight people sweating to death. It may not be the best, but... <laughs> It's camp, okay? I'm going to pass the talking stick around to everybody. Y'all already know who I am, obviously. But we're going to pass the talking stick. Actually, sorry. No, I don't. We're going to all go around and introduce ourselves. I'll start. My name is Tara. Y'all already know who I am. (laughs) I am 17 uh, from Massachusetts. Yeah. Passing the talking stick. Okay. I'm Anna. Well, I guess I just turned 17. Oh, yeah. Anna's birthday was yesterday. Woo! I'm Joe. Say where you're from, bro. I said I'm from New Jersey! You have to go go back! Say the game! Where we're from. I'm from New Jersey, if you didn't pick up on it the first time. I'm Cho, I'm from Connecticut, and I'm 17. Uh, I'm Alex, I'm 17, I'm from New Jersey. I'm Chloe, I'm 17, I'm from California. I'm Alana, I'm 17, I'm from California. <laughs> Why is everybody 17? <laughs> She's a woman, but... Not in STEM. No, first of all, okay. Hey guys, I'm AJ. Um, I'm from New York, and I'm 15. Wow. It sounds so wrong Dang. because you're like... Two years older. Somehow you're like the most mature, though, here. Like. No, she's not. Dude, she was yelling about STEM like five seconds ago. I don't know how much, like... Like, maturity is not really... Excuse me! I think you're mature, AJ. Thank you. That's the best. I'm positive talking second. Okay, I forgot, to, I forgot to mention the talking stick is a dog toy. <laughs> I got it for Anna for her birthday. Also, but I'll, it might be too dangerous. I'll post the picture of it on Twitter, uh, at Tarots, if you want to see that later, but yeah. Okay, go back. Hi, my name's Ava, I'm 17, <laughs> and I am from Utah. <laughs> I'm oh, from no. 17. Oh, no. I was 16. So what, we, what we've learned today is that AJ's a minor. <laughs> and we're all almost not Actually, minors. I'm a ra- just kidding. <laughs> Actually, she's a Gemini! <laughs> Me too! Oh my god. <laughs> Are you not a Gemini? <laughs> Today we're here to talk about the wonders world of filmmaking, as I've said. These are a bunch of female filmmakers in the making right now. And I wanted to, like, kind of, I don't know, get your input on stuff. I feel like, how about you explain this? I feel like, okay, so for, when I'm from Massachusetts, right? And, like, I don't really... For where I am from, we don't really have a lot of, like, film 
in the sense of like I don't know where I go to high I'm in high school obviously and I like I don't talk about <coughs> film a lot I don't really get to like that experience of like oh like I have a lot of people around me who love film it's kind of like I'm the only person who's doing it obviously my like YouTube channel it's mostly solo um so I I don't it's a very solo I'm on a solo mission guys I, I don't have to say this is a solo run but and like you kind of saw that when I was talking about the podcast in the last episode because I was like, oh no, I want to do it on my own and stuff like that. What I realized, she lied. I lied. <laughs> because you're saying, when I was doing YouTube, I also had the same mentality of like, oh, I want to do only it by myself. But I soon learned like, oh, it's not that fun. And like, I, I wanted to have my friends in it, so I put my friends in it. And I became, I came here and I was like, oh, all these people like, have, they have so much to talk about. And I feel like well, I want them on here. It would be way more fun that way. And so... We're going to yell a little bit. I don't know if this is going to be a recurring thing. Who knows? Like, maybe I'll have a guest on the podcast. Maybe I won't. Anyway. Um, I went on a tangent there. Really? <laughs> Ew, a lot of... <laughs> keep that stuff to your... You don't talk to me. I don't want to hear it. Anyway. Oh, it's not. Everybody right? here is from, like, a very diverse group of background background of, like, film and stuff like that. Some people are coming with, like, a lot of, like, a lot of, like, oh, yeah, like, film is, like, a very big part of their life they have a lot of friends who are in it and some people like they don't have that like me so i think today we're just gonna kind of go like and also we're all women and i feel like that's i'm not i'm, I'm not listen you know we didn't have rights at one point in time and in recent days we still don't have rights in some ways but um i think we've come you know for women in filmmaking have come a long way but I think there's also, you know, still issues and stuff like that. And we all get to talk about that today. Or, like, not even the issues. We can just talk about, like, anything. I don't know. Whatever you want to talk about. It doesn't have to be about film liking. If you want to talk about your, like, your life story, I'm looking at you, Joe. <laughs> you can. <laughs> it okay. all started when I <laughs> Okay. So, I have some questions, I guess. And we'll, we're going to get into them today. So... I guess to start off, we can talk about what got you into film. If there's any specific thing that got you into it, any specific thing, spe- specific, specific thing that like you know attracted you towards it, a movie, a person, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. That's also mm-hmm. a person. Yeah. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Actually, no. Timothy Chalamet for Ava over here. Oh yeah. So I will open up the floor. Anyone want to begin? I will throw the talking stick to them. AJ will take the talking stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Again, it is a dog toy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, okay, I don't I don't really know how I got into film, but um, I've always really liked taking pictures and videos. I probably have the worst memory on the face of the planet, and the only way I can remember stuff is through looking through my camera roll at least ten times a day. And I love making compilations, and I love just putting stuff together. And throughout time, like, I didn't even realize that I liked putting stuff together and, like, creating a story out of the stuff that I, like, created, essentially. Um, and it just, like, one thing led to another, and that, like, boom. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Video. <laughs> Video go burr. <laughs> um, but I'm, <clears throat> I'm really glad to be in an area where a bunch of other women... <coughs> who are not in STEM, but just women. Maybe are in STEM. Actually, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> but it's great to be with other people who are interested in film like I am. Um, I, don't, I don't really know. Like, <laughs> I mean, being from New York, it's... Sorry that I'm just going off on a tangent, but it 
Yeah, you're allowed to. That's, that's the point of a podcast. <laughs> Alex, get out. <laughs> <laughs> audio listeners. I'm just so. listening. Good point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, um, but being from this is making my hands sweaty. Um, but uh, <laughs> being from New York. <laughs> <laughs> being from New York. Um, it, it's really competitive with so many people there. I live like six blocks away from like two like TV production studios for like ABC and like CNN and whatever like. Um, and, but like, I've never really met people who are in. Can you stop pointing at my dogs, <laughs> please? Well, audio listeners, it was just. I keep <laughs> wiggling them in front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> don't, do, not, <laughs> do not bark on my podcast. Look. You know, I feel like I'm being judged. You know what? I'm passing this talking stick Actually, to someone else. No, 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 that was interesting, though. No, keep going, going. keep going. I wanted to talk... So that you talk about how, like, you, like, didn't think... You, like, you didn't even realize you wanted to go into film until, like, mm-hmm. much later. I, I I remember having the same experience like that. Like, I remember... I wanted to be... Did What was... What did you want to be before you filmmaker? Did you have, like, a... Like an especially strong passion you wanted to do? You know, that's that's a really funny question because every year it changes. And I'm like, oh, like, I'm, I'm going to go into this field and I'm going to, like, do everything in my power to go, like, and continue that. And then I'm like, I don't want to do and that. And you got bored. Um, do you ever want to be a marine biologist? That's something you would do. <laughs> no. Okay, so, funny enough, I wanted to be a marine biologist because of this project it didn't... <laughs> because the project I did in sixth grade, but it was um, it was a small documentary on educating younger children about marine debris that kind of inspired the film route and like oh, I got familiar with editing and stuff. Was I a good editor? No, but you know that's okay. Is she a good editor now? I don't know. <laughs> she loves the Taco Bell bomb. <laughs> I mean, you know, it all started with a Taco Bell bomb. <laughs> but I, it's funny you mentioned that because I feel like uh, for like. Because I had the same experience, I was like, I wanted to be an animator for a long time, even though I could not draw. I wanted to do it anyway. I didn't, like, even realize, because I, I always, like, was, like, I was always editing. I remember, like, whenever, like, there were, like, school projects and, like, video projects, I would always, like, edit in. I was, like, filming. I always had so much fun with that, but I never realized it was, like, an actual, like, thing you could pursue. Yeah. Um, but I did it anyway. Or I'm trying to do it anyway. Who knows? Maybe I won't get accepted to any college. That might Whoa. Be, that, might, that might suck. <laughs> um, the thing with editing, um, or just like film in general, was that like I didn't realize that having a vision could play such a big part in editing. I always thought people needed like the you know the top of the line equipment and the cameras and the you know the top of the line computers in order to create something great. But like obviously, I don't want to sound like so like oh my god like you guys like you don't need to have all this equipment to be great. <laughs> but like you don't like. Um, I mean, honestly, I think if you have a vision and you know what to do in order to create it, you can, like, I started off editing on a phone and, like, filming stuff on a phone, and that developed into, like, something more, and, like, it doesn't matter what you have, it's just as long as you have that vision in your mind and a way to execute it, like, anything is possible. (laughs) Just like, I think... I think it kind of is like a privilege though that we get to pursue this kind of field for sure yeah. because you know a lot of people just go on the route like oh I have to s- I have to like make enough money to build a family even though you know they have other passions in the art field so I guess if we're going back to that question about what I wanted to start with like my parents always wanted me to become a doctor you know because like typical Asian parents 
<laughs> That's the track that they wanted me to go on. I so knew this would come up. <laughs> oh god! I literally just mouthed the combination. That's kind. Of, that's what everyone assumed that I would do. Just that's like what follow my, that's my what parents', parents said footsteps. To me. So and like the rest of my family is kind of in that same field. So I'm the odd one out to stray in this direction. But I think it started with like kind of like Tara. I, I put like a camera. On, on and I always used to just pretend to do like YouTube videos and like vlogs and I think I was like this is fun but it's something that you know I, I want to pursue and like maybe learn more and get into the editing stuff and I think that's where it started like the editing and then my passion for movies and then how those movies are made so yeah yes like you kind of touched upon like how it's kind of hard to get into the field and like I've thought a lot about that in the sense like I feel as though this field has always seemed like sort of like untouchable, especially like I don't live in LA, unlike some other people in the room. Uh, so I don't know if you guys feel. <laughs> but I don't know if you guys feel like if it's as untouchable because it's so like close to you guys. I didn't mean to be like. <laughs> like you have no, like no, a class. No, like that's definitely true. Uh, yeah, no, but like we've talked about true. being here. Like you guys, yeah, your classes are uh, n- not classes, but you have a much more structured film class okay. per se, and I feel like. Yeah, I had, like, this small, um, not small per se, but, like, um, interaction with the field, or, or the mass comm field in eighth grade, which was, like, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, or what it felt like at the time, and I've been kind of striving to go get that again, hence being at BU, um, but I guess overall it's felt so far and distant. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that. As someone that lives close to LA I think that definitely helps and that probably plays into personally I come from a school that has a pretty decent film program um that definitely helps and I think that's definitely one of the things that made me really interested in actually pursuing film um I was I always liked it and I was always interested in it but I don't think I would have actually realized like oh this is something I can pursue had I not had those opportunities I had at my school. So I totally agree. I think that's like a huge privilege for sure. And not many people get to experience that growing up. So I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I also definitely agree with that. I think that having a film program at my school and just having like so much opportunity just coming from like, or because of where I live, that definitely helps me realize that film is what I want to pursue because before that I always knew that I felt like a creative I felt like I wanted to go into like the arts but it wasn't until I actually took film classes that I knew like exactly what I wanted to do within the field and how much I enjoy doing it Um, and even even with that even like with living where I do live like the reason I'm here and the reason I like wanna go do film on the East Coast is because I wanna be somewhere where it's like more of a focus on independent film. So I think it's not just like living in a major city or living in LA is what I mean. It's also like what <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Like what kind of film you wanna pursue. Also I definitely agree um, with what Cho said. It's definitely hard wanting to pursue something like this something like so creative coming from a family who like hasn't done anything like it like my parents definitely want me to like 
be in that like Iranian stereotype of being like an engineer, lawyer, like in business. But that's something both me and my sibling like. We both want to go into the arts, so it's definitely like something different for us. And I wanted to, I think we should also talk about, so we all have a, a, a certain like focuses right now, because I'm glad you're all like the independent stuff. Yeah. So I know most of us want to go into like filmmaking as a whole. Um, I don't know if a lot of you guys were talking about like editing kind of being as like your entrance into film, or like that's kind of what hooked you mostly. Um, specifically, though, I want to talk about Anna, because I know you said you wanted to go into mass comm. Do you find that, like, how different is, is that for you, like, going into mass communications? Do you think that that's, like, a whole different beast? Like, I don't Like, what do you know that you want to... I just feel like... Your <laughs> I feel as though every time I tell someone I'm going to mass comm, they go, Oh, so, like, maybe you should take creative writing in school. And I'm like, that's... Why... I, wouldn't I just go into, like, journalism or something? I feel as though people don't understand because it's kind of in the middle between I feel like journalism and film like maybe not exactly in the middle but it it's somewhere between them and I it, it's difficult but like and it's also hard like looking for schools not every school has the exact program that I'm looking for whereas like and I could be wrong about with film like I guess certain schools have a great have better film programs but there's always like a film program of some sort I could be wrong um, I'm looking at a lot and I'm like, I'm definitely saying something wrong. Um, <laughs> You're not wrong. But it just, like, some schools have a department of communications and I'm like, oh, sweet. Like, they'll actually have, like, something where I can be more hands-on and, like, mimic the program that we're in right now. Um, whereas others are like, well, it's under film. And I'm like, but that's not exactly what I want. Um... Uh, have you like met a lot of people who want to go into mass oh, you know Absolutely them? not. <laughs> really? <laughs> like it's just so it, it feels so random to me, but like it's not. It cuz it's like how many people are like, "Oh, I want to go into TV production." I feel as though everyone like tries to fit those like like lawyer, I want to be a doctor, like try and like stay in this lawyer is not STEM, but like stay in those like bubbles. I was going to say STEM bubbles, but like Definitely not. Oh, oh, we, can make a we can make a lawyer into a STEM thing. Yeah, sure. sure. But, like, those, like, jobs that we've heard about since we were, like, in kindergarten. <coughs> being like, oh, what do you want to be? Like, I'm not... I want to be a president. Oh, sorry, I just spelled. <laughs> I was going to say astronaut. <laughs> I want to be Brock Obunga. Please. <laughs> um, and, like, film, mass comm, none of that, like, fits into that. Like, no one... Like, people, or, like, people go into business, but they're not planning on, like, working at NBC. Like, yeah, maybe they'll fall into that or any of those, like, large networks. But, like, knowing that I want to go into television production, like, being a technical director or, like, camera op or, like, something like that is just not normal to people. New Jersey just doesn't have that. No, New Jersey does not have that. <laughs> or at least my school does not. Alex is shaking her head. No. She's like, no. no. Okay, so all of New Jersey is... <laughs> New Jersey has nothing. Yeah. That's... Yeah. That, that seems typical. Yeah. Wait, do you live in Central Jersey? She lives in I North. I live in North Jersey. Okay. Debate for, so the, all of debate for the listeners. Whoa! The Central Jersey... Yes! All the way! It sucks. No I, don't, I hope I peaked is. on that one. No one knows where it is. I think you might have, but it's fine. I said I hope I did. Eh. Central Jersey fully exists because I live there. So if I don't exist... Eh. Oh, Lord. So, like, I, I can... Does anybody have it, anybody else? Like, you want to talk about, like, focuses? Like, 
I know Chloe kind of talked about it a little bit. No, Wait, Focus is, like, in film, I don't right? know, like, because I think... Like, independent or, like, Independent, you talk about, like, a specific, like, area, like, oh, editing or, like, sound or something yeah. like that. If you have anything that, how okay. that's evolved or changed at all. I think that my, um, like, my original interest in film was not because of editing. Like, I don't think I was interested in editing and then that's what made me interested in film. Um, I think it was more the fact that I, like, took a class and really liked it and realized, oh, this is my medium and I think this is how I want to, like, do art, I guess. Um, so I kind of forgot what I was going to say after that, but I think, (laughs) um, I know that specifically in film, I want to direct and that's really hard to do, so we'll see if that happens. Um, Come back in 10 years, see see what's going on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but like Anna was saying, I do think that kind of goes for anything you do in terms of like finding schools that fit your niche and and what you want to do and thinking about like the best thing because sometimes you're going to find a school that you love everything about it except for the fact that like they don't have a program that suits what you want to do and what you want to pursue and that kind of sucks but I think that really goes for anything that anyone does because if you go to like some arty school they're probably not going to have like the best marine science program and vice versa so yeah <laughs> Chloe, you agree with that a little bit do you want to touch on that Sorry, or what was you I? don't have to <laughs> i mean this isn't exactly like what she was just talking about but what is funny because i know alana was just saying how she got into film by taking classes and she didn't she wasn't really like involved in it before but what I do think is funny, I don't know if like you guys would relate to this too, but editing definitely is like one of the things that I love to do before I like really got into film. Like I l- tried learning how to use Final Cut and everything myself before even taking film classes. But now that I'm like more involved and I've like worked on sets, like editing is my least favorite part of the film process. Like that's the thing about editing, like that I like to say is that I enjoy it if I'm editing my own footage. If I'm editing my own personal film, I like doing it myself because I know what feels right and I usually, I just don't want someone else to be dealing with all that footage. But if I'm editing someone else's work, it's my least favorite part of film. Like I, I can't sit there at the computer. I think one of the best parts of being in film is being on set and experiencing that so I think like just being in an editing room would be like my least favorite part of the process. Wait can I just respond to something really quickly? So I would just like to correct Chloe because (laughs) I actually did edit before I took film okay but no like I never did but Final Cut is like a whole nother beast I just did iMovies and I think that's a really like it's an accessible way to like get into film because everyone like who has an iPhone has iMovie but yeah so sorry (laughs) I don't remember what I was gonna say um I think both of the things I wanted to say had to do with like uh classes and stuff um but first of all I just wanted to say editing is one of those things where everybody knows it's difficult but it's so often like under like what, what's the word I'm looking for? Underrepresented. I was going to say overlooked. I was going to say overlooked too, but there's like, I don't know, like, because everybody knows Unappreciated. Editing. Unappreciated. 
um, because it's one of those things that seems really hard and it is really hard but you could be working uh, like for like a whole entire week just to get two minutes like of a final product and it like that's so frustrating because if you want to do a longer project like that's so much time and dedication out of your day out of other people's days depending on what type of project you're doing and it's just such a it's such a time-consuming process that like a lot of people don't realize is so draining um, and it's also one of those things where it's like oh you do film well like that that's not an actual like career or like you know like it, it, it's hard it's it's mentally tolling there's so many aspects of it that a lot of people don't realize until you actually start going into it so like I think a big part of and I'm glad you mentioned like the technical aspect of it because it is a very underappreciated aspect of film as a whole but I think it's also very underrepresented if I'm going to go back to like talking about like women in like filmmaking the technical aspect it's basically something to none I think mm -hmm. it's a very it's more male dominated than filmmaking as a whole like in general which it, it already is a lot like I know I don't know if it was cinematographers I think but it's like 98% of cinematographers are men I think in like major movies and stuff like that so it's like a, a lot of that technical aspect, even just like more like post stuff, like editing and stuff like that, majority of it is a man's job. So like seeing, like, I know, I don't know if anybody here is like really specifically looking for the technical aspect, but like, I think it's, 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 it's I'm glad we brought it up though, how underrepresented it is. Cause not only is it just underappreciated as a whole, especially when it comes to women, it's even like more underappreciated, so. Yeah. Um, it, and also like, I, I'm not really too big like on or I don't really care about names and like stuff in the industry or mm -hmm. because like I, I don't know I, I'm a visual learner <laughs> um, but <laughs> like I hardly ever see women you know in like the credits unless it's for something like super minimal and I'm like like that's kind of weird like I, I'm sure like out of all these people in such a big industry like there there has to be like you know some sort of woman in high power but um, but what I wanted to say earlier was, um, film is one of those things where, like, you have to be, I, I, I don't want to say this, like, in, because I don't want it to seem like it's the only way, but it's one of those things where you have to be pretty privileged to, like, like continually pursue it, because, one, it's something to, like, it's hard to get into, it's expensive, um, if you, like, want to go into it professionally but also it's one of those things where if you do end up spending a lot of money and get into it like that's not a guarantee for you getting a job and getting into like a high paying job is it's a hard thing to do because it, again it's competitive and it's one of those things where like you could either do a job that hate that pays a lot and you know you sit in an office all day or you do something that you love which is film but the chances of you like actually getting to that spot that like pays well and do like you while doing something that you enjoy is very very slim and like it's hard yeah. to get into I, I know what was it so I, i'm glad like that was that's a really good point I'll, it's a really overall film it's just it's very inaccessible in terms of like it's a it's a, you're going into the arts basically for a lot of it so it's like in the same way that it is like risky to like go into the arts like as a in any sense of the word like for college it's there's no guarantee to it and like to take that risk in, in terms of education is a privileged thing to do as a whole there's a lot of privilege when it comes to film like in general i think there's a lot of like nepotism and stuff like that in it as well 
Um, oh, I also have something to say about nepotism. Basically, I agree with what you're saying, whatever it was. I respectfully agree. I respectfully agree and disagree. No, I agree. Oh. Just agree. Um, I think, so basically, just speaking on, like, I think there's definitely, obviously, a lot of that in L.A., specifically because yeah, people sure in seen, film, yeah. like, live in L.A. Um, there's one kid in my film class who does not work hard at all, but he's like the favorite because his dad's a movie producer. Also, um, on a different note, my boyfriend, love him, sweet guy. Not to say that this is a good or a bad thing, but the only reason my boyfriend like became interested in cinematography is because his dad is a cinematographer. So he had access to all of his dad's equipment and everything like that. So that's definitely true in terms of like, if you have access to it, if you're like a rare person that is like somehow surrounded by film in some way, like, yeah, maybe you'll be interested in it, but like, I don't know. That was like not relevant anymore. No, so. I think it's, no, because I feel like we keep seeing the same like names keep popping up. Like, mm-hmm. you see, oh, this is so-and-so's son, and then they take the mantle, and then somebody else takes the mantle. Like, yeah. It's just, it's a continuous like. And I think that's how, because it's like. That's just, yeah, that's just how it works because you're not gonna. There's no other way to have access to like equipment or oh, yeah. knowledge. And, and like people are, t- like people say it a lot. It's like film school is not even about like, oh, you're learning. So it's mostly about the connections you make yeah. in film school because yeah. that's basically like you don't get into the industry like based on just like your raw talent. There right. is a sense of like, oh, I know this person knows this person right. and they can get me this job here. And like, that's you network to get a job basically. and even yeah. like having access to like crews to make films like yeah. when you're in film school like in college like you're like the students the other students around you like your peers will also end up being like your crew like you have access to crews who are all like super passionate about it as well that are all willing to be there all the time and all this equipment, and that's kind of the only time in your life you'll ever have that if you end up going to film school. Um, so, yeah. Man. I wish I was a nepotism baby. You wish you were a nepotism baby? Yeah, like Lily Rose Depp or something. Oh my god. Oh my god. Not, not her again. In terms of like, like even like when you're trying to get a job, like filmmaking, especially when it comes to like TV stuff, like those are long, like really long hours, and like it's just like, if say, you, it's hard to like you know like take maternity leave and stuff like that. Like even if you if you want to go to film, what are you doing at? Contact Bella. Oh, guys, I need a fan on for real. So, like, so I was I was saying like it's a, it's there's a lot of like privilege that comes with it. I think like for men in the industry, they can like they don't need to take breaks in terms of like and this is like for every like industry as a whole. Like women like going on maternity leave and stuff like that, it like stops your career. Like you literally put your career on hold to be a mother most from in most cases and you know that's a privilege in of itself some people can't they just they can't work like 14 hour days there's just not like that's just not an accessible thing for them for whatever reason you know it's film is I, I you see a lot you see people who can like are really committed to film like they put aside that type of social aspect and things like that mm-hmm. so Alana has something to say guys well just adding on to that especially with what especially with everything like going on in the industry right now mm-hmm. how people are striking and actually i don't know if that's still going on i haven't I, it's really always going on there's always but, a strike somewhere i would i mean it it was it was definitely recent if not still current and um 
being a woman, it would definitely be even harder, I think, for, for that. That was, that was a sentence. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, and I think, especially in terms of, like, if you look at, like, documentary lifestyles, like, that's just so many, so many people, like, traveling and, like, chasing different things. Odds are a lot of people who are doing that for the passion of it, the only, like, 1% of documentaries made probably really make money. So I think a lot of people in that specific industry don't make a lot of money. So it definitely is a risk, and I think it's something that a lot of people pursue as a passion and also a career, but not necessarily for a career, if that makes sense. So it is definitely, like... Um, a privilege in general and like back to what I was saying like you can have like insane amount of talent and you can have all your work published but you have to have like a combination of both you know talent um, connections and luck because you know like you it has to get spread somehow it has to be picked up by someone in order for it to take off and if you don't have that, you could be one of the most talented people, yet you wouldn't be able to get represented and have all your work, you know, be displayed if it weren't for that luck factor. And I think that's it's really unfortunate, but that's just the reality, especially for an industry like this. So sad. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> I don't know. Like I feel like the industry like, as a whole, it's 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 a very, it's a very risky business, but like. Maybe I don't want to do it no. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we said Adrian's like a breakdown. Right uh, I I'm not a woman. I'm not a woman instead. I'm not a woman. <laughs> but, I mean, like, here's the thing. I think being in this program right now has given me a lot of hope because there are so many women in this program. I think there's more girls than there are boys right now. Yeah. I think. I think so. Yeah. Which is... That gives me a lot of hope overall. Just by one. By one? By one. <laughs> we are dominating this field right now in one type of the word, okay? And yeah. Like, that, that gives me hope because it's like, we're, we're really going out there, you know? Like, we're like... Yeah! Yeah, man! Like, I mean, like you're saying, like, you can look at it as super pessimistic. Like, you can look at all the statistics. You can look at all that stuff. And, like, I think you should, especially because, like... It's get, it, we're trying to like make livings off of this and you should take all of that into consideration but I, I don't think you should let that like that kind of binary that we've been living in 100% control you like yeah we don't see a lot of like I don't know like technical people like win Oscars who are in women or who are in women who are <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> okay. who, are, who yes. are women but like and we don't, say we don't see a lot of people like a lot of women in general in film like get fully recognized for their work and stuff like that but I think that if that's the one thing that's stopping you mm, don't let it yeah. because that's that like that's film wasn't made to like be in a binary mm -hmm. it's film like that's not the goal of it at all you're not there to like continuously follow a formula unless you're like well, what's a good movie series that has always Barbie this? Barbie Unless you're Barbie and doing the same thing every episode. <laughs> well, Batgirl. Well, um, unless you're, the, you're like the Minions movies. How old is Barbie? I don't know, but I'm really excited for the new live action Barbie. <laughs> so that, uh, the, we were talking about it earlier. Like, mm. 
It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so good. Yeah, be like Barbie. In the be sense, like Barbie. Be exactly. like Barbie in the sense that she. Okay, listen. Barbie's like a fifteen different. No, she's like fifty different things. No, no, no. She has like fifty-two. Like I think she has fifty-two degrees. A million different. One different like. She's in everything. She's in everything. Be like Barbie. I think. Barbara Roberts. Wasn't yeah. she a mermaid at one point? She was also a president. She was also president. Yeah, Barbie she was changes. President. She changes, guys. She's everything. Barbie's She's everything. Barbie. Yeah. So be like Barbie in that. Just like do it and like wear pink while doing it. Like, <laughs> you should name this. Uh, pull it out woods. Yeah. Just like walk into Harvard Law with like. Yeah. Uh, and a pink suit, except Har- it's not Harvard Law. It's USC. You should rename this episode "Becoming Barbie 101." <laughs> I should. <laughs> that should be an episode. <laughs> I just, I talk about the color pink and like Barbie. I talk about Margot Robbie for an hour. But no, actually, this is a good segue. I'm glad we brought this up, Ava. Because I think <laughs> we should talk about actual film. Because I, I think yeah. we all are inspired by different types of things, medias, whatever. So, Barbie! <laughs> Angie's inspired by Barbie, guys. What are you guys? It's like, I don't want to say, like, what's your favorite film, because that's such an obnoxious question to ask. But, like, do you have a favorite, like, what's your, like, just give me some of your favorite, give me some favorites of, like, in the film area. Like, favorite genre, favorite rom-com, like, I don't know, like, we'll, we'll, we'll just keep going and see what happens. I mean, I hate questions that are like, oh, what's your favorite thing? Because I'm so indecisive that I, like, could not tell and you. Say exactly. Um, the favorites are definitely, like, easier to determine from an audience standpoint and from, like, the behind the scenes technical standpoint um there's a lot of respect for documentary because like it's one of those that are like oh like uh documentary like it's serious and i don't want to do that Mm -hmm. but like in the production process like it's probably my favorite thing to do because you could go the serious route or you could go the non-serious route with like mockumentaries and you know like the office or uh what's that show starts with a c C. community um and then stuff like that um it like a lot of respect for narrative. I love narrative. Not. I don't like making narratives. Uh, oh, watch Paranoia out now. Not really. We'll publish it later, though. Um, <laughs> By the time this is out, it will probably be out. Hopefully. You know, honestly, Alana and I will probably forget because, yeah. No, we won't. I won't. I won't let you. Forget. If it's in this podcast, you can't. But when forget. you just upload it, when you say something here, you manifest it. We could upload it like now. I'm manifesting that I'm ma- the paranoia. Ah, oh. <laughs> no, no, I'm not paranoid. I mean, oh. um, okay. <laughs> you post paranoia. For context, paranoia is a film that AJ directed and Alana worked on as. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. Alana co-produced. Uh, not co-produced. Alana co-directed. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. These lovely women worked on it together, okay? And we are women in STEM! No. <laughs> you can't keep saying that. Like, it's gonna, it loses its oomph every time. Because it's not true. We <laughs> are women in film. Documentaries are a big part of it, I think. And, like, yeah, I, I, I think there's like the same where it's like, documentaries are like so, like, boring. I love documentaries. I love documentaries. I, I don't know about y'all, I love documentaries. There's a documentary. Blackfish. Blackfish slaps. Oh, Blackfish. has anybody seen the cheer do- uh, docu series on Netflix? Oh my, yes. oh yes. my god! So it's like reality. Plus plus I don't. I don't watch it. We have two posts. It's so good. It literally would stress Wait, are you? Are you any ex- You guys are current cheerleaders, right? I'm so current. I had to stop. I broke my back. Yes, oh. slay. Ooh. But I'm also here, so that's another reason. 
Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like that show gave me trauma for real. I couldn't see. Watch it. I do high school cheers, so I don't have that tip. It was a little too real. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, sorry, this is no. What's another documentary? Wrong topic. Food Inc. Holy moly! Oh my god! No, what is it? Okay, so there's this documentary called Food Inc. And I mean, it covers a lot of topics, but it covers like everything food related, but like the behind the str- the streams behind, behind the. St- the st- Behind the streams, um, and it it touches upon the um, what actually goes on behind the food industry and how food affects all sorts of people. And I, I don't even remember. I had to watch it for a biology class, but like I watched it so many times, and it's it miss it, it fails to miss every time. Were there movies? What it fails to miss? Wait. It fails. Oh, it's a miss. double negative that confused me. Oh God. Anna, you are seventeen and you're rising double negatives, senior. I swear. No, but were there any movies you guys watched in school where like you actually were obsessed with them? Like after. Um. Oh well, no, I watched film? a Barbie. No, I you lo- watched Barbie in school. <laughs> yeah. Lucky you. Private school thing. Um. No. No public school things actually. Oh. Before. Sorry, sorry to offend you. Yeah. Um, sorry. No, this is. I watched the. This now feels very real, but. The Netflix um, college admission scandal. Oh I, I watched Lord. it by myself, and then I watched it for my English class because we did a project on it. But well, were any film school USC was the USC is the big one that yeah, USC what's her face the major uh, Olivia Jade yeah. or whatever got yeah for rowing. Or I used to watch Olivia Jade. Sucks on YouTube, they have a good bro. film school. Yeah, yeah. they were. Aren't they the Wait, for They have a whole building for George Lucas. No, like. Uh, I mean, man oh man. Yeah. <laughs> That's just every college. Every college is just a nepotism in itself. itself. It just so happens that film school is like extra because film has extra nepotism in it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be, do what it do. Um, anybody else have like movies they watched in like school? I don't know. I'm trying to think of what I watched. I watched The Martian in science class and I had a lot of fun with that. When like, what was it? What's the guy? Who, was Matt Damon in that movie? Matt, yeah. Matt yeah. Damon? Trying to grow potatoes with his own feces, that was pretty cool. That was Matt Damon? <laughs> that was Matt Damon. Cool. <laughs> I don't know actors, like, at all. No, same, though. I love people. What, what, what were you going to say, Alana? I was going to say... Um, wait, Oh, American Movie is a good one. It's a documentary about these... Okay, this is going to sound so cliche, but it's this documentary about these random-ass people trying to make a horror movie but they're not filmmakers they're just like random ass like guys who live in some state i don't know which state in this country so this is a, let's go with utah so it's like basically <laughs> what we're doing right now no 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 basically film but they're like weird people and it's it's fun like it's like it's definitely like a stab at them like low-key trying to make fun of them so it's like ouch but it's also like it's almost like symbolism for America. It's like so deep and so funny at the no, same I, time. I, I'm in France. It's it's really good. I suggest this it. This is a good film, right? I suggest as well. Yeah. I really do suggest. Joe, will you say anything? Um, I took like a fundamentals of video production. We were learning about editing. We played clips from like Whiplash, and then Ooh. that got me into like Whiplash and Justin Hurwitz, who does the soundtrack and also the soundtrack for La La Land because the director of Whiplash is the same as La La Land, but um, I also love Miles Teller. Oh my gosh, the Top Gun scene. Oh I'm my god. Lord. I didn't even see that movie yet, but. I was not a fan of La La Land. Oh, here's so another popular opinion. 
There you can go. I hate the first Top Gun, but I love oh, the sorry. second. Sorry, 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 sorry. Anyway, <laughs> she loves the second. But the first Top Gun is low key on my list of like least favorite movies. I but I live for the second one. The second one was great. I need to watch that. Is the second one the one that just came out? I yeah. don't watch Top Gun, so I don't. I, I don't. I, what is it about? Airplanes. Okay. <laughs> Never been so turned off by a movie in my life. <laughs> Lord. Yeah, no. That's I how you know it's like dominated by one. men. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very airplane and cars. It's a movie made for men, especially the first mm. one. Like, are most movies? Yeah, though, like, yeah, I guess you're right. No, unrelated. I just found out one of my childhood friends is going to like the Air Force, and and I don't. She's a woman, so like I told you, women could get drafted for the army. She does. She's not getting drafted. She's going into like she chose that. No, but still, You're like not the draft doesn't. Okay. okay, yeah, no, I realized. Okay, that was that was bad. To cut that yeah, out. The, cut that out. The draft is not for the record. No, but it is true though. Lord, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, Matthew. I don't. I didn't like La La Land. I'm sorry. Bye. That's an un- that's a controversial statement. Yeah. I think. No. I watched it for my. I had a, I'm take, I took film studies in my first semester of my school, and in that we watched La La Land, and I was not a fan. I didn't voice that opinion. I, I wasn't want, a fan either, actually. No, I didn't want to because you had you have the. Like, I can appreciate like, the trust kind of breakdown. No, I I. I didn't like it. I'm sorry. Okay, I respect your opinion. You're not gonna respect it in 20 minutes when this is over and you're beating me alive. I'll also get video of that. Thank you. Put it on Twitter. Do you remember a genre? That's a good one. No. <laughs> well, I guess it wasn't a good question. <laughs> I don't like rom coms. It used to be sci-fi. That's weird of you. But I don't like rom. I don't. She gives the I hate rom com vibe. No, I. Do, she's she like I can't look at. I can't. Romance always feels like a side plot to me. I do, I cannot watch it for the main plot. It doesn't feel like. I get that. It feels so unfulfilling. That. Like oh, they fell in love. Okay. Okay, but I feel like, like I do feel like they're never like great cinematic, big, beautiful movies. But I feel like they're just fun. They're fun. Like, yeah. Fun yeah. Well, I feel like sure. it's hard to group them together like that because I feel like it really just depends on the movie. Like if it's a great comedy, and there's also a little bit of romance in there, like that can be good. I like Silver Linings Playbook like, a little bit. I thought I would give that like a three stars. Have you seen like, Ten Things I Hate About You? I have not seen that. That's a good one. That's a good one. What was another one? I'm trying to think. Okay, like, Legally Blonde. <laughs> that's, that's a statement. Legally Blonde, like, I like how that movie, it's like, there's romance in it, but, like, it's, like, it's subverted in that, like, it, first of all, it's not the main plot of the chick flick, which I love. Oh, I'm such a chick flick gal. You would be. Clueless has my heart. <laughs> but, like, it's also, like, there's, like, a whole other, se- there's a whole actual plot. Yeah. And then there's like, oh, the other romance. Like, I can do romance as a side plot. I think it's not that bad. And like, sometimes it gets egregious in like TV, but I feel like that it's not that bad. But when it's like the main thing, I'm like, oh, there's no stakes in my eyes. Like, I'm, there are, that sounded weird. There's no stakes in my eyes. There are <laughs> like, no, you know, like the no, meat. Yeah. There are no stakes in terms of like, like beats in like the plot. Yeah. yeah. Interesting too. Utah is not a fan of that one. Would you like to elaborate? Like to elaborate? Well, I don't know if I would call. If we're going on like the chick flick vibe, not really rom com. I'm a big <sighs> clueless gal, which has no plot, but I don't know why. I just I, I like do like that. with no plot. Right? Like, clerks. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tara, like, what do you watch? What do you watch on like sleep overnights? Oh, okay, with sleep overnights, <laughs> I have watched Clues on a lot of sleep overnights. I will say that. Clues is my list. 
I watched Clueless for my 16th birthday. We threw tents in my backyard and watched Clueless on the projector. I love Days and Confused. Again, movie with no like real plot, but I love those kind of movies. They're just like fun. Days and Confused, just like kids, high schoolers in the 70s, like getting high and partying with each other. Just like like no plot, like, right. There's no plot. Have just you guys seen Project X? Yes! Bro! Oh, that's, no, that's a good movie. That's just like, that is I remember such a, a hype movie. movie. I had oh no idea God, what it was about, and my friend like, just put it on on Netflix, and we all started watching it. We got so into that it's movie. so good for what? Do not get me started on Project X. That is such a good movie. It's and it's okay, you were at my house when we watched it. It's relatively indie, right? It was relatively, like, it was a very like small production, but it's like, it's literally just a house party. It's so cool. So wild. I feel so like hard. people think of it as like a poor copy of Superbad. Super yeah. yeah. But I love both of them. Me like too. Super, I think Superbad is my favorite comedy movie, but Project X it's still like up there. Like I love that Project movie. It's so good. funny. Oh, I yeah. love okay. yeah. I, I love horror. I love horror. Oh so my bad. god. So like, like do you it's like so being good. scared or is it like do you like get like a thrill? Like, cause I get like a thrill. Like, I like li- I, I like, smile. I smile when I'm like when I'm like no, scared. No, I think I like it when I can't sleep at night. Like that's how no, I know. No, no, that's no, 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 no. <laughs> that's, like, that's a good no, movie. No movies scare me. Mm-hmm. No movies yeah. will scare me. If if you can get me thinking for the night. You have done your So more like not horror, but more like the mind, like twisted. No, 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 yeah. Psycholo- psychological. I love psychological horror. Can we, I have yeah. maybe an unpopular, unpopular opinion. I hate the Conjuring series. I agree. My friend I hate it. I'm a fan. No, no, it's not scary. It's it's you know it's a horror staple. It's well known. Right. But okay, like. You know, it's very like the entire universe. Like the Conjuring, so like the Nun. Has anyone seen the new Scream? I have not. I haven't. Which is so funny because Scream's like one of my top movies. Oh yeah. my gosh, I love Jenna Ortega. I love Jenna Ortega. I love Ari Aster. If we get to actress, that is my favorite. Oh my gosh, speaking of Ari Aster, did you guys ever see the strange thing about the Johnsons? It's like the 14-minute short film on YouTube. Don't watch it. Don't. Can I please? Now you want? I know. Oh my God! No. I deeply apologize for that interaction. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, I did, no, because so I was just saying, I was like, well, now I'm intrigued because everyone on TikTok was like, don't watch it. Wait, Genuinely, it's like not, but then I didn't know that it was is Ari Aster as well. Is it disturbing kind of well, scary? So like, disturbing. Like, it's not even scary, it's just gross. Like, no, going back to what was the movie I watched? Um, my favorite horror movie of all time. What is it? It's um The Poughkeepsie Tapes. I haven't seen that. The Poughkeepsie oh, Tapes directed it. It is okay. I don't know who directed it. I can't give you that. I, I, it's, I can tell you, it was so disturbing that they kept it off air for a while. I know that. I want to watch it, it now. Is a, it did, it it's a fake. Yeah, it's, my friends have a list. Really? And that, like, it's like, I'm adding it's my a fake, box. like one of those, like you know, like those killer documents yeah, about like, a certain year. It's about. It's like that. Genuinely terrifying. It just like it feels so genuine. Like by the end of it, I, I watched it with my friends. And by the end of it, my friend genuinely thought it was a real thing. Like, yeah. Really? Yeah, my friend genuinely thought it was real. And it is It is a good, it has been, that is like a good, like, horror movie. Like, that I had me thinking about this. it for a while. That one was trending when, like, Megan is Missing was trending. Oh, I watched Megan is Missing. You watched it? Such I a, that was so, so annoying to me. When I was yeah, yeah, I never watched it because I got so excited. No, I got so, and it was like, so hyped, okay, and I was like, oh my god. And, like, and I was also trending like, at the same time. I, I feel like 
it was also a while ago since I've seen it, and I've only seen part of it, but I felt like I kept waiting for it to, like, start. Did yeah, exactly. Did anybody ever watch, um, like, your movie Sucks, like, his reviews and stuff like that? No. Because he did a review about that, like, in 2014, I watched it, and that's how I knew oh. about the movie, and I was like, it was so un- egregiously bad. And just, what like, Megan is missing. missing. Cause it has like, it's it. like the last it's twenty. Because like, everyone was saying it's like the scariest movie ever, but that's like not. And that minutes. reminds me because it's someone was like the the, the Poughkeepsie. Yeah, How do you say it? that Poughkeepsie tapes is like it's better. They were like that one's that, the scary. Tapes, like was the better one. Do yeah. not watch Megan is missing. It's I so good. Like, so so you're just gonna waste your time. No, you watch the last five minutes and then you'll you'll get everything. I think I watched it with Spanish subtitles. You did? I don't know why. I don't think Spanish. I'm talking about this with another girl who's in this program, but like, have you guys seen Wreck? And quarantine? No, no I haven't. I have not. seen quarantine. I feel like quarantine, quarantine sounds like so it's Rec is real. like Rec is like the Spanish version that inspired quarantine. It was like they had Rec came out first, and then they make quarantine for like American audiences. Okay. But it, it, it that's 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 another an example. Like I would watch the Spanish version. I'd watch really? Like, you guys see foreign films like a lot of them? Yeah. You know what I really want to watch? Parasite. I mean, I've Parasite. Like, Parasite. 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 It's so I know that it's movie. good, and I've so watched. Good. I watched it when I was like when it came out, but I don't remember. Parasite so. is really good. It's, yeah. yeah, it's so good. Guys, can we talk about like film bro movies that we unapologetically love? Yes. I feel like it's such a fun talk because I'm looking at shows Letterbox right now and I see American Psycho in your top four. Like that is such Ooh. a big such a film bro movie, but it is amazing. Like my woman. sister loves that. That is movie one of so my much. favorite movies That's ever. Such a good movie. What else? Also, uh, the trips. Do you guys like the Hitchcock movies? Who's your favorite mm. Hitchcock movie? To be I've like seen a few, and I didn't like one I of them, and the I appreciated one of them, but like, didn't lo- like. I liked Psycho. It wasn't like my favorite, but I appreciated it. And then I hated North by Northwest. I like huh? her window. Oh my god, please. Cho and I are now taking um, a quiz testing if. If you've seen Sorry. Not, at least 19 of the 28 movies, then you are a film bro. Lauren. Okay, read them out, read them out, read them out loud. Fight Club. Mm-hmm. So, so good. So, so good. I think <laughs> Fight Club is my favorite movie ending ever. If so anybody had to be film bros, it would be you and Joe. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Good fellas. It's I actually a, haven't seen that. Really? It's a good movie. Best course, yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah, it it's, a, it's a good is movie. Who is it? Inception. Yeah, it's, Inception, banger. I love it. It's a pretty good movie. I do think Nolan is a tiny bit overrated. I, uh, I, I, I kind of agree with that. I disagree. Oh, oh, I disagree. Oh, come on here. Come on. here. Okay, Tenet. Ten- no. People don't like it. No. Sense. That was the most sense. genius movie I've no, ever seen. I don't want to hear it. Tenet was so good. Like, I'm not a Dunkirk so fan. Good. Dunkirk was so good. Dunkirk was there so good. There is no good. character development. It just That's not the point of it. Have you guys it's a war movie. Have you guys seen Argo? That was yes, I watched it for Gov. You should watch Argo. But it's about the Iranian hot, uh, the Iranian yes. hostage crisis. But oh, my my that. Gov teacher wanted to make it very known as we watched it throughout the whole thing that um, it is historically yeah. inaccurate and that Ben Affleck makes one like face the entire time. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, it is Argo has a lot of issues. That being said, I haven't seen Argo. What, what it's is about it? the Iranian hostage crisis. And I, like, who made it? Uh, I, ben Affleck is in it. I know that. I much. know because he makes the, the one face one the face entire face. movie. It was very like he's very static in it, but like, I remember my dad watched okay. it before I did, and my dad he lived like two blocks down from the U.S. Embassy. If you don't, if you haven't taken a history class, <laughs> the, the Iranian hostage crisis was basically when I, uh, Iran had a U.S. had an embassy in Iran that got overtaken. 
by Iranians or like by like extremists. But yeah, not Iranians. We ain't but we ain't like that. Me and Chloe ain't like that. <laughs> um, but my dad lived like two blocks. He was in school two blocks down where that was, and he said like a a good portion of it was accurate to his yeah eye, to yeah, his eye. Yeah, no, there was definitely some inaccuracies. I think a lot of it was just like exaggerated. No, and like, I, I think it did put a lot of bad taste in like the whole like Middle Eastern thing. Yeah, because they could have done, they could have like, it, it did put Middle Eastern people in a lot of light. I think. Yeah. they could have been better, like more sensitive. To I have to watch that. No, but yeah, it's a it's, good movie. It's, it's on Netflix. It's before. a good. It's it, for it's most. Part, it's a good movie. It's just like watching it and like being Iranian or just like being Middle Eastern. It can be. It's kind. It's, it can be uncomfortable. Yeah. Because it's like. They don't show like a lot of like positive like Iranians or just like people who look aren't like trying to kill the Americans and things like that. Right, so like a lot, a lot of like I think in a lot of media it's like I- Iranians, mm-hmm. Muslims like, get a bad rep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Taking this back to Dunkirk. <laughs> that's <laughs> why. That's why I love Dunkirk because although there's no character development according to Chloe, which there's not because that's not the point. I like how. Like, yeah, okay, there's, like, a few... There's, like, no matter what when you make a movie, it's gonna be a little bit dramatic because it's a fucking movie. But that's the mo- That's the least, dram- it's like, dramatic... Oh, sorry, it's a freaking movie. <laughs> but that's, like, the least dramatic war movie I've ever seen, and I feel like it humanized war so much, and I think that made it less dramatic and much more real. And I think that just that if like that skill or, or whatever can be like applied to telling other like real stories I, I think that would be like a very important thing to see in the future for Argo apparently yeah. and like other films like I that. Think it, I think yeah just like yeah. sensitivity I think especially for like different not which is good now because I think we're seeing a lot of more like foreign filmmakers like get the mm-hmm. light and with that comes a lot more like sensitivity right with because they they know what they're talking about i think yeah. it's, it's way less more like just like someone coming in without but out from like an outside perspective which is nice um i think we're getting better at sensitivity but i think that some of those older like 2000 movies like two like the 2010 movies i think they had some of their issues just because of that that's what i've noticed i think a lot just overall i don't know what else are we going to talk about uh favorite foreign film there was this one film. Oh god, I can't. Speak, I can't figure it out. I like Parasite a lot, though. That's such a basic thing to say. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say the basic movie. thing, and it's Parasite. Is it? My favorite is Lahaine, which is kind of very film bro of me, because I think it's like the basic film bro foreign film to be obsessed with. But I recommend if you guys have not Lahaine. seen it. It is a French film. It's really good. There was a film. What is it? It was. I think it's called The Salesman. I think it won an Oscar. Yes, that's it. The Salesman. That was a good one. I watched that with my dad. He liked it. So nice. Do you guys have any like real hopes? I, I, like hopes that like they can they can be small like range like getting through this program or something. <sighs> or they can be like something like more wide range. Like, getting through it. That sounds so through, negative. It's, it's not negative. Like just like surviving another day, man. Um, but like, what are your big hopes for the future? Like, do you? Have a, a, I don't want to say dream project because that's such an obnoxious thing to say. We got asked that the other day. Yeah. Not the script seminar. That was no. not a seminar. It was like a lecture. Anyways. No, but like, do you guys have anything, like, anything big hopes that you want to, like, if you c- just, like, say them now so that maybe they'll manifest in the future or, like, just, like, 
any hope for just anything in general relating to film? Um, let's see, like, more diversity mm-hmm. in film in general, because it's, like, all white people and it's mostly men. Still. And it's, like, so. I think they're making better strides, but at least the thing is that they talk, people talk about how much, like, oh, it's, like, so diverse now, and it's, like, it's not. It's not. It's just, it's just, like, the Oscars and other, like, broadcasters make it look like that on TV, and it's, like, mm-hmm. Even stop. though they don't, because those awards get picked by white men. Yeah. Well, in the past few years, it's really they obvious that they're trying to oh, yeah, show trying to that it's diverse. It. It's really obvious, but it's, like, Who is it? Stop. Who, who won? What's From West Side Story for supporting actress. Oh. The original no, for no, the new one. This, this one year. I don't know her name. Oh, God, I forget it. I feel bad because she's a Broadway girl, too. Anyway, she won, and she she's like a black queer actress. Oh, I know who you're talking about, yes. but I forget her name. I'm Googling the cast. Yeah, no, but um, she was an amazing her? actress. Yes, uh, Ariana DeBose. She was in The Prom, that's how I know so her. Good. Yeah, oh, so Oh, my God, yeah. She was so good. I f- it felt so forced. Because yeah. I, she deserved it, 100%, and I'm glad she won it. But at the same time, I feel like that and, like... Like, you could just tell, the like, the intent. Not oh, yeah. And even just, like, the way people talked about the Will Smith and Chris Ross thing afterwards. Yeah, that was... That, like... Well, who was the one person who said that, like, Will Smith was, like, the first black man to win an Oscar? Since Forrest Whitaker. Since Forrest Yeah. So, like, that's, like... But he also just won because he was Will Smith. He also <laughs> won. Yeah, no. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I watched King Richard. I think the and I I'll, I'll live by this. The kid actresses were better I, than Will I, Smith. I watched. I don't know. I just don't think he deserved to win it. I feel like there are better mm-hmm. performances I like, and I best actor. Was Coda not? Were any of the Coda people nominated? Maybe I think that film I won. Assume, so. It won best picture. Oh, but yeah, like, was anybody good. from Coda nominated nominated for best actor? Mm, um, yes, a supporting the the one a, that plays the mom. And oh. I think she won. Like, I, supporting yeah, actor. For supporting, okay, yeah. He won Best Supporting Male Actor. That was um, the guy from Coda. Okay. Well, yeah. Oh. He did the whole thing in That was good representation, uh, too, though. ASL, right? But, it, yeah. It was the, what was it? He was the first... It did feel forced, though. And it... This is totally, like... This is totally a conspiracy theory. But it does make me question a little bit, like... Because all the people that are voting for these awards, like... I'm pretty sure they're still all, all, like, old white people. They don't watch all the movies, either. That's they, what I'm they, saying. They're very... It, well, yeah. It, the awards just make no sense. They're fun to watch, but nobody should take I'm it seriously. No, and it's right. interesting, because I remember a few years ago, like, everyone was so prepared for Chadwick Boseman to win, like, Best Male Actress and for... her actress. Actor. <laughs> sorry. For, um, Marini's Black Bottom. And there was... This, they purposely, like, the broadcast made it so, like, that would be the last award, like, everything, because they knew, oh, like, he's gonna win, and there's gonna be this really moving speech about it, and I'm sure because that he, they he prepared. Because he had died at that point, he was, and it was, like, he, like Yeah, he had passed away. And then he didn't win. And then he didn't win, and it was so weird, because it was just this weird cutoff, and it was, like, they were I, obviously scrambling, because they were, like, oh, how did he not win? Like, yeah. I don't know. That was... I should, like, send you guys my Oscar speech. I did a whole speech on how, like, unfair they are. But no, I, 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 I like, a holiday. I, like, 
I like get in my room, like I get a drink, I get snacks, I like, and I just watch the Oscars. <laughs> I'm gonna no, be completely. But I don't agree with it. No, like, wait, go ahead, Andrea. I'm gonna be completely honest. I've never watched the Oscars. I've never watched any sort of award thing. I didn't know what they. I don't. I still don't know the difference between any of them. And <laughs> honestly, I don't care. Good That's for you. Good for I can differentiate them, but I don't watch them. Mm -hmm. I like watch them even though I don't agree with them. It's just yeah. Like, I I did like a rock. I was the person who was like I was guess singing nominees. Yeah, that and the Met Gala. I I guess that Andrew Garfield was gonna win Best Actor. I, it was. Yeah, so I knew awesome. he wasn't gonna win, but I put it down anyway because mm -hmm. I wanted I wanted him to <laughs> exactly. win. Exactly. He plays best. I I mean, I didn't. Pl I played best with one person, but I I, I we tied. I got like ten right. So fun. And then the Academy's a whole mess. Anyway. Anybody else have hope and dreams for the industry? I have hope and dreams for all of us. I, yeah, anybody have hope and dreams for themselves? Oh, yeah. Imposter syndrome needs to go away. I thought so you were going to say that. was such a bad thing, Hugh. When I first got here, I had such bad imposter syndrome. It's yeah. hard, like, it's making an idea and then sticking to it and then... Yeah, no. Especially if it is in this setting, it's, like, not really, but especially if it is mostly, like, a, a male setting, Yeah. it's so hard. Yeah. Like, the, like, a lot of our teachers are male anyway, or professors are male. Um, that makes it harder. It mm -hmm. ma I don't mind that, really. Like, I don't... That's I, not I, for I, me. I, I don't get... Like, I don't really... I'm not going to be like, oh, well, they're, they're worse off because like, they're bad professors. It depends who it is. Yeah. For I think... <laughs> we had a... We have a, we have a, we have a really good TV uh, studio teacher. And she's who's a woman? A woman. Who's a woman? I, she's amazing. <laughs> love her love her um but i think like it, it can it can be done right i think they're male teachers they're male teachers because they're male teachers and you know whatever but like if they do it right it can be done. but yeah um go ahead jay uh, wow i feel like i'm in a classroom environment right now you can go ah bro i just got violated this is not okay you have a hope you know what anna Mom. Are you talking about hopes? Are you. Talking you. About, are we talking about hopes? Are we talking about dreams? What are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about hopes and dreams. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I think this is this is just like this is kind of far fetched, but I do hope that this can happen someday. I I really do hope that more people like have access and opportunities to learn about arts like these because again like as we said earlier it was a privilege like when i was growing up like i didn't know that this job existed like all I, like i ugh, my life was different <laughs> she's <laughs> changed she, oh I, I, metamorphosis i'm god <laughs> um but anyway um i i really do oh, hope god. that like there is more opportunity especially for the younger kids because it's something um, or like growing up with like ADHD and like undiagnosed ADHD like I, I didn't realize that I needed like an outlet especially like I, I knew that I was smart and I knew that I had ideas and visions but I just never knew how to express them and having something like this was able to like help me in so many different ways That's, I really tell so much I, I always was such a creative person like in my, I, I was always in my head and stuff like that and I will get to a podcast episode about my maladaptive daydreaming because that's gonna happen but I finding the outlet was like and I, this is just as a whole getting kids to understand like to like talk about their like their things or like they're just there's just their creativity and like our artistic outlet even if it's not film just like as a whole is such a healthy thing 
and like if we can get that to them faster and like earlier on Agreed. i think we can help them that, that that's a big help and it's just so stigmatized that it's like oh you like you have to sit down and you have to do it this way oh, like yeah there definitely shouldn't be boundaries mm-hmm. like i think that's a part of the learning experience and yeah. if, if had i known that there was another way to do it like i would have been able to like do more and um what was i gonna say um but especially like th- the prepubescent years and don't get me wrong i think i think i'm still part of those years um <laughs> okay you know what? oh my god you're 15 <laughs> shut up <laughs> sorry oh well, we made it full circle <laughs> yeah um but it's one of those things where it's like, oh, well, you're not going to do that. You're going through a phase. Like, uh, you, that's not something you're going to, you, you know, talk to me. Come, like, come back in three years. Like, you're not going to think the same. Yeah, you're right. But, like, also at the same time, like. Respect that. Like, Respect someone's current, like. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, if it's, it's always going to be there, but you just never know how, like, obviously I don't want to sound like, you know, eh, but, like, it, you just have to unlock it somehow. Yeah. So, uh, go ahead. Sorry that I keep talking so much, but this is something that I told someone else in the program who had asked me for advice earlier. Um, you, there's always going to be some sort of curveball, so you always have to be prepared. Don't, like, yes, it may be collaborative. Yes, there are other, there may be other people involved in the process. That doesn't matter. Do it yourself. You should always be prepared and always have a backup plan and like. Don't be so, like, I don't know, what's the word? Oh, be open-minded about things, you know? Like, you're not going to be doing one thing your entire life. In order to do something in a field, you should know all parts of the field oh, before yeah. going into one specific part of it because, you know. And, yeah, that I think, like, don't focus on one thing. You may, you may want to be a producer, you may want to be a director, but, like, you should be available in all aspects. That is how you're gonna like that. If that's one thing I've learned here is that you have to just be available for everything. Yes, especially that. if you want to direct. Which oh yeah, I'm saying this like the as somebody is so who wants hard to, direct, to do. Yeah. yeah, I'm also saying this as someone who wants to direct. But you really do have to know every other aspect about mm-hmm. film, also, because as a director. A lot of people think that that's just a, such a cool title. Like, oh my god, you're like a director, like, yeah. oh, you're, you run the whole show, but, like, you wouldn't be able to be one without. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't be able to be one without the others, and also, you have to, at the end of the day, like, you're in charge of literally every single department, and every single department, the costuming, the editors, the lighting, the camera, everyone, the actors, the actresses, like, they're all going to come to you and be like, so what do you want? And you have to answer them and know and have decisions on every aspect about it. So saying that, I don't know if I want to direct anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, but, but like, take it from me, is one of the most talented people I've ever met. And, like, there's some people who are close-minded. <clears throat> Um, not you. <laughs> um, Alana is very close-minded. Alana, you know what? Honestly, close-minded. Honestly, I take back everything that I said. Alana is one of the worst people I've worked with. She's mm. literally, she doesn't listen. She just, she wants to do all this stuff for by herself. That's true. Not, she is not a team player. Every, everybody here is so talented. I should say that. And uh, Actually? And no, generally. And you all are, you all are so, like, open in every field. I feel like you all have your niches and you're all just... Guys, these are some cool people here. Like honestly, I, I love you all so much. And and as we close this off, I, I just want to I love you, Chloe. 
I want as we close up. Give up thank you to everybody who's here today. Like these, all these lovely women and AJ. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> this I love them all very much. Be sure to listen to this podcast next week or next two weeks where I talk about something that's not film. I'll be home sleeping in my bed. Oh, finally. I won't be sleeping. But that's just said you're going to make Chloe cry again. Chloe cry? No, she didn't cry, but she got really sad. Also, Tara, you're so good at this. Right. Like, you should, like, as a backup plan, like, if he wants to, like, you should be, like, an interviewer or, like, a... Like, you're so good at, like... Like, my ego's gonna be through the... I'm gonna come back here with, like, a cool chain and everything. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, Tara, I'm... Guys, I'm I'm gonna be Paul J. Paul, exactly. Ew. No, 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 Anyway, I'm closing off the podcast. Ego's a little too big. Closing off the podcast, um... Be sure to follow me on all my other socials, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, all that fun stuff. Anybody else want to advertise anything? Do you have fun. Twitch? <laughs> I don't need Oh, that. actually, no. I saw that one and yeah. I was stalking you earlier. <laughs> Sorry. Anybody have anything you want to advertise anything? Big Any- round of applause for Tara. Yeah. Yeah. Tara! Oh, I'll be up in Oh, go, go, go. No. <laughs> okay, Sorry, they have I film they posted on Vimeo. I don't know, like, anything. Like, what? Paranoia! Yeah, it'll be on my Vimeo. Paranoia will What's be... What's my Vimeo? <laughs> oh, we'll, like, get in the description. Well, yeah. There's a description. <laughs> there is a description. <laughs> I think they can be... I will figure that out. Uh, yeah, uh, if nobody else loves you in this world, I do. Uh, I will see you all later. Yeah. Bye! It was amazing. I love Tara. Yeah. Bye! Bye!